You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's the Dad Bod Golf Pod, uh, and we have a very special guest today. We have um, Auburn star, former Auburn star golfer, All American, everything, Yovan Rebula. Uh, Yvonne, what's up, man? Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no, what's up, Kyle? Um, thank you so much for having me on, man. This is, this is pretty cool. And yeah, I got your message out there and I was pretty pumped to do this. So thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you know, you played at Auburn. I'm a member at the Auburn university club. We, uh, you know, kind of met in passing and had some fun conversations, talked about how I had a roommate from South Africa and how you guys like to party and have fun and y'all are, also a great golfer, so uh, yeah, kind of became friends, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking with you and uh, getting to know you a little bit better, and uh, you know, and then following your career in the future. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first of all, how in the hell does a dude from South <laughs> Africa get to Auburn, Alabama? How does yeah, that work? Man, out? It's um, it's actually been a pretty crazy story. So, I was really never, you know. You know Take it back a little bit. Growing back, growing up in South Africa is kind of, you know, you play the amateur scene around there, and you know, there's a certain amount of teams that you want to make. So you want to make like the the national team, and you know, get to travel and play around the world and play a bunch of amateur events. And you know, we get a pretty great opportunity from Golf RSA back home. You know, who produces us, gives us these opportunities to be able to go play in some really cool events. Um, so that's kind of you know, growing up in amateur golf, that's kind of what you wanted to do in that. And then maybe play, once you graduate high school, you know, maybe play one more year of um, amateur golf. And then it's generally, you know, the first thing is just to turn pro after that and play on the Sunshine Tour back home. And, you know, obviously, you know, wanting to pursue a dream to be able to play on the PGA Tour, you know, this was kind of one of the first steps, you know, to kind of get used to the whole. That was the main idea behind the whole deal of coming to college for me is just kind of, you know, being able to get used to the living environment, the golf courses, you know, get to know the people a little bit better. Because generally you see nowadays it's, you know, all the guys that play with you in college is predominantly the guys that you're going to be playing with on tour one day and, you know, making a living. So, but anyway, so back to the story of me, um, you know, like I said, I've never really wanted to go to college at all. And then, um, you know, I was pretty privileged to um, have my uncle, you know, to be able to help me out, um, you know, he was kind of the one that got me going on the whole deal. He plays professional golf, obviously. Um, and, you know, he was he, he was the one that said, you know, go ahead and do this whole deal. Like, you know, even if it means just going there for two years or whatever, just go check it out and get used to the whole deal, how all that stuff works over there and all of that. And anyway, it was nine months before I actually started in August of 2016. I, I guess I decided about, you know, October September around that time that I actually wanted to go to college and I know I've received a mail from uh, Auburn University when I was about 14 years old I came over to America to come play in the World Junior and uh, yeah. Torrey Pines over in San Diego and obviously received the mail back then when I was about 14 years old and obviously you know I mean I didn't really show any interest because I knew kind of what I was doing as I took my pursuit turned professional immediately after one year of amateur golf and just go play professionally so anyway so kind of how it went is I, you know, started reaching out to the coaches again over here. And, you know, they, it was funny. They, they sent me a message over Twitter. Um, I was ready, getting ready for school one day. It was in January and they reached out to me and they were like, Hey, you know, is there any chance, you know, 
are you interested at all in coming over to play golf in the States? And it's kind of funny how that all worked out because I just spoke to my uncle about that not too long before that, you know, and doing that. So anyway, that's kind of how the ball got rolling um, on that whole deal. Kind of spoke so the to Auburn, the, the Auburn relationship started with a Twitter DM. Exactly. That is, that is exactly. awesome. Yeah. So it's Props a pretty cool coach story. for that. Absolutely, dude. So anyway, so it was pretty cool. Like, that all worked out. I mean, I was recruited in the most informal way you can possibly think of. Like, right. It just literally texting over Twitter and then it got to Facebook Messenger to a Skype session. And then the next moment I'm writing my SATs and next moment I'm signing my signing my papers to come over here. So that's kind of how it worked out. The road to doing all of that was kind of rough. Um, I remember, you know, for me, I, I live in a town called George um, back home. So it's about a four, it's a smaller town. I, honestly, kind of pretty similar size to Auburn. And, you know, obviously, you want to write your SATs and do all those things. I had a commute to Cape Town, which is about a four-hour drive. Um, and I think I ended up, the first time I had to write my SATs, I, I'll never forget the coach told me, you know, all that they need is a science and a math score, you know, for my SATs. Because I had no idea what the hell an SAT was or <laughs> any other stuff. Like, I was completely new and thrown under the bus under this whole deal. Um, and anyway, so he just mentioned that, you know, we just need these two scores and I'm like, all right, sweet. So I get up and sign up for the SATs and I get to Cape Town and there's like 40 people writing the SAT test, um, at one of the universities over there. And I'm like, so they're calling out the names and whatever, and I'm spread out into this separate room or whatever, where there's like three people in this exam, exam hall or whatever you want to call it. I'm like, oh damn, am I in the, like, am I in the right place right now? Yeah. So anyway, I ended up writing the wrong SAT test the first time. So I had oh, to go man. again and do it. And it was just kind of ended up writing the SATs a couple of times. Um, I wrote it three times, actually. So it was kind of just a blur. And, you know, it's such a, you know, a rush in the moment of doing all of that stuff. And, but yeah, I mean, and then long after that, I was supposed to actually redshirt my first year. Yeah. Um, and then just because it's just, you know, with South African school, you know, grades and stuff like that, and just the transcripts that you had to send over, like the South African school, school system never really had the, you know, the required classes and stuff like that for right, over right. here. Um, so I was missing a couple of classes and things like that. And I don't know how it happened, but a month before I came over here to Auburn, the coach called me and he was, he told me he's got great news that I didn't have to redshirt anymore. So, I mean, it was like a month before I get here, I don't have to redshirt anymore. So ended up Ready jumping straight into it and then landed in Auburn, Alabama in August of 2016. And it's been, the I mean, it's been such a fun ride since then. What was your first impression when you got here to Auburn? Man, I just, the campus was great, honestly. I mean, obviously, you know, yeah, I'll never forget, like, people people always saying back home in South Africa, you know, they go to America and they, you just look at everything and they just say that everything's bigger in America, you know, like everything, you know. Right. Food portions, cars, everything, you know what I mean? And I remember, you know, driving back there and you see these trucks that are, you know, some of these guys, all these country guys driving these trucks and it's like, I mean, the cars, the, they're, you know, they, the base of their car is about this, the height of my of the car that I'm driving in, on the way to Auburn. So that was pretty crazy. Um, but no, I mean, you know, campus was great. Just looking at the football stadium was in, was crazy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was, it's been great. Did you, are golf courses, are they much different um, back home versus like some of the stuff you played 
how how different are they i guess or are they yeah i mean similar? if you take so i mean where we are in the south of here you know predominantly playing playing bermuda grass golf courses back home where i grew up was mainly poana and ben um so that was obviously the first thing that i had to adjust to a little bit is kind of just the different grass type and stuff like right. that and you know it was a little bit tricky in the beginning but you know good golfers need to adapt to certain things. And that was one of those things that I had to do. And, you know, it's, uh, it, it took a little bit, a couple of weeks, I guess, to just get used to that. And obviously the heat and the humidity over here was something <laughs> that threw me off guard a little bit, but yeah. otherwise it was great, man. It's been such a good experience, but yeah, golf courses, just the grass types are a little bit different, but I mean, and overall, if you look at them, it, it's, it's a pretty similar deal. That's awesome. So you kind of mm. glanced across it earlier, but I mean, you're your own guy and you're going to be your own <laughs> golfer, but Tell everybody that doesn't know, like your uncle's kind of a big deal too. So, yeah. So my uncle is Ernie else. Um, yes. You know, I don't think I need to really explain too much about him. A lot of people know who who he is and what he does and all of that stuff. But I mean, you know, with all of his, you know, all of his fame that he's had over his, you know, all his all of his success he's had over his, you know, his whole lifetime. He's just such a good dude, man. He's just a yeah. he's a great guy and he's a caring guy. And that's one thing that people, you know kind of don't see behind the scenes a little bit of his how much he helps out you know with a lot of things and you know he's he's got his own autism school um right 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 you know, back home and I'm where they live in Palm Beach Florida and you know so that kind of just tells you a little bit more about his character you know and obviously with me he's you know I couldn't ask for a, you know a better uncle but I mean you know we kind of treat each other more as friends to be honest with you like we just we just some close bodies and you know he's he's always calls me about every second week you know we talk about every two weeks or so you know just to catch up and see how everything's going and I mean he's been a major help so far man he's just you know all of this stuff it's you know we go down and spend a week with him down in in Florida you know and we'll do everything together like we'll hang out with each other 24 7 you know and it's, it's 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 a pretty cool deal to be able to you know get a little bit of advice from him and you know all of that stuff just pick his brain a little bit in a very different manner you know being family is obviously you know you can tell a little bit more that you know more secretive stuff you know that that kind of um helped him over his career so but yeah he's a, i mean he's a great great guy and we get along super well sounds like almost kind of like a big brother type type relationship absolutely, absolutely is you, you, yeah. you're not wrong on that that's that's definitely how it is so while you're at auburn like team wise y'all had a lot of a lot of success i think you had an at least one sec championship Mm-hmm. Correct, and um, you got very deep in um, national several times. I think mm-hmm. – I mean, did you get to match – I know you got to match play at least once, maybe a few times, uh, but how is that – how is that – how is team golf, like on a college team, mm-hmm. you know, how, how much more is it – is it feel more rewarding or is it just like how, – how, how much yeah. different is that from just going and playing, you know, mm-hmm. in a single event like – yeah, 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 no, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's it's obviously it was something. So what was great for me, at least, is back home in South Africa, we would play a, a bunch of team events, um, you know, back home, predominantly match play, though. Um, right. So being in an environment where you're playing every single golf tournament in a team atmosphere, I loved it, man. I thought it was great. Um, you know, all the guys, golfers in general, is competitive by nature. Um, right. So, and, you know, it's, it's what they say about, you know, bringing the best out of each other and, you know, iron sharpens iron. Like that was kind of our deal was everyone was trying to make each other a little bit better every day. And, 
all of that stuff. And, you know, that was great. I mean, you always had someone to practice with and play with and all of that stuff where I think it's now, you know, transitioning into pro golf is a little bit different, you know, I've, right. You know, it's, it's, and you know, the coach hops on that every time, every, every now and then he'll mention to us, you know, enjoy this while it lasts because this is the last time you're going to be in a team environment and you're going to have people around you that actually care for you, you know, and make you better and all of that stuff. Cause once you get done there, you by yourself. Um, you're on your own. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, it's, 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 it's kind of, it's, you know, it's, it's a great way to be able to, you know, if you're struggling with something or whatever it is, you can always go out and reach to some teammates and, you know, there's always some kind of com- competition that you can play, you know, among each other and stuff like that. So, you know, for that aspect, it's been great. And, you know, you, you mentioned about, you know, team success that we've had. We, I, I say we won. So we won the SEC championship in 2018 when Wells made that putt on the last hole to beat Alabama. It was pretty yes. special, man. That, that, was was awesome. a, that was a pretty cool day. Um, so, yeah, we, you know, we got to do that. And then that year, going into that postseason, we played NCAAs at Carson Creek and then made it to the semifinal um, of the match play. And that was, that was kind of the only uh, thing that we made match play. Um, and so I only made it once in my four years. Yeah. Uh, but man, dude, it was just, it was that, that's also something that, you know, it's hard to describe in words of how good that was. That was a, that was a 2018, I would say, was a standout year by a mile for, for all of us. Did, did y'all, was, was it Oklahoma State that you played that put you, put you out? Is that right? Yep. That's not, yep. That's so not we, fair. So we, that's not fair. You got to play them on their home, home court. Yeah. Playing on their home course and you're playing against guys that have already two of the guys already won in the PGA Tour. So it's I mean Matthew Wolf and then the other is was it Alton? Victor Victor yeah Victor yeah mm-hmm. what a squad yeah yeah squad. I mean it, it was crazy. So I mean I think I so saw we were actually during that time you know they were doing obviously a bunch of NCAA golf stuff on Golf Channel and stuff like that. I remember we were sitting down watching TV that night and you know they were ranking golf teams all of the past golf teams, you know, that's ever lived. I think it was like Houston's golf team from like 1960 something was like, they were the best golf team to right. exist. Um, and I think these guys got freaking ranked like sixth in that, in that category. So like awesome. saying, you think about all of the golfers that go through all of this and now you're up against a team like this, you know, and we were, we were up for the challenge, man. I think we, honestly, I think we were the only people that scored points against them in the yeah. whole match play. Though, Cause I think they swept, you know, the team they played before us and then they swept Alabama in the final two. Um, so we, we got pretty close, man. And, you know, we had a good run it. And I think, you know, that's the closest we've been to an NCAA championship. Um, and, you know, hopefully going forward, the boys that are, you know, going to follow in the footstep can, you know, can do something special too, man. That'll be so awesome to see because, you know, it's crazy how Coach Klein and how hard the coaching staff works towards that, man. It's that's sure. that's the main goal um, over there, and I know that I know that they're going to pull something through pretty soon. I mean, they they they're bound to do it. They work way, the whole program just works way too hard, you know, to make the whole scenario just as give us right. the best possible chance. You know what I mean? So, so 2018 in general mm. was a pretty awesome year for you. So mm. you go from collegiate golf uh, success, and then you go and you win. I guess the the amateur championship and yeah. uh, over in Europe, I think you played. Was it a Royal Royal Aberdeen? Royal Aberdeen in Scotland, mm-hmm. um, and that gave you three exemptions to the Masters, the U.S. Open, and the Open. And it just so happened that these 
the two time the U.S. Open and the Open were played at two of the most iconic golf courses Not in out. the world, which is yeah. just unbelievable. You played the U.S. Mm-hmm. Open at Pebble Beach, yeah. and you played the Open at Carnoustie. Like, yeah. holy cow, man. And then you play the Masters, like three of the most yeah. iconic <laughs> courses. Yeah, I got, got, got three, got, got a pretty good route there. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty mm-hmm. sick. Um, yeah. At, I mean, because of the course, the, 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 um, I guess the prestige of the course, like not only just being in the event has to be sort of like overwhelming, but then you throw the course on top of it, like being, yeah. being a college guy and a, a, a winning an amateur golfer, like how was it when you step onto those courses, as far as like from an emotional level, just to kind of mm-hmm. like settle down, yeah. how long did it take till mm-hmm. you were like, okay, now I'm just playing golf. Like, yeah, All no, I mean, off. I'm playing golf now. Yeah, no, that's a good question, Carl. I mean, you know, that's, I mean, obviously being an amateur golfer, you know, kind of just playing collegiate events, traveling, playing amateur events. Now all of a sudden you're in three of the biggest tournaments in the world, you know what I mean? And it's, <laughs> you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know what the, the good thing about all that is, is everything happens so fast, which is maybe something that helps in that sense. Um, Cause gosh, man, like I felt that first tee shot at Augusta, I could not. I mean, my, I, I honestly couldn't even feel the club in my hands, dude. If I'm being completely honest with you, and I know I'm not a guy for saying cliche words at all. I don't like that, but it generally, like, I could not, I could not feel the golf club in my hands that time. And how the hell I hit the ball down the middle of the fairway on the first hole, I can up to this day I couldn't tell you. Um, That's but awesome. yeah, man, it's been it's been great. It's been really cool. You know, it's it's been a it's been definitely more of a learning experience than anything. Um, you know, obviously people want to play great in those events, but I was, I was mainly focused on just trying to take out the most out of that whole week. You know, if sure. uh, I'll recap after every week and I'll have these notes. I'll have right freaking essays of after each event of what could I do better? What can I, you know, what did I do well? Um, all the pros and cons and all this thing. and every tournament right. was different like man it's crazy how much you learn out of those ordeals and you look at what I was doing a lot is also just like evaluating other players as well like you look at all the top guys in the world like what are they doing you know and you kind of you don't follow them around a little bit but to a sense you want to know like what the best players in the world is doing because right. I mean you're there for a reason right? I mean you know right now it's it's obviously you're going out there and com- being competitive by nature you want to go out and win every golf tournament you play right, right. but you know, it comes to a sense where it's just like, okay, you know, you can take this whole deal and learn, learn out of everything. Like, right. I mean, one thing that I learned was, is, you know, one of the crazy things that I tell some of my mates as well, it's like, you look at McElroy and you look at DJ and you look at Tiger and all those guys, like you don't really see them at the golf course that much. They, they get there, they do their work. They're always the first guys out there. They let's play their 18 holes. They go to the range after for 30 minutes, you know, do putting for 15 minutes or whatever. And then they're out of there, you know, they don't, they're not the guys, you know, people hop on how, you know, a lot of the guys grind and they, you know, spending three hours on the, three, four, five hours on the range during tournaments. You know, that's one thing that I observed is like, cause I looked out for certain guys, you know, to see where they are and stuff like that. And, right. you know, obviously you can see on social media too, when they show up to the golf course, you know, cause they'll post the picture of them being there, whatever, right, seven right. o'clock on the first tee or whatever it is, you know, and you go yeah. afterwards, you try and see what these guys are doing and stuff like that. And you don't really see them a lot, man. They, you know, they, they do their work and they, you know, get done and they go home and they, you know, consume like energy consumption. I feel is such a big thing during those weeks, man, because you on such a high emotionally and you got so much adrenaline going during the week. It's just a way to kind of find your balance. 
um, you know, That's just to save, save your energy. Because I know, I mean, I'll tell you a perfect example is when we played the Open at Carnoustie. We stayed at St. Andrews that week, which is about 45 minutes away. And, I mean, I was at the golf course. I mean, I was so excited about everything. And I was at the <laughs> golf course Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all day long. You know, and you don't feel you getting tired or any of that stuff. And, you know, because you, you just you want to go play with this guy and you want to go play with that guy. And you want to see what this guy's doing. You want to go, you know, you just want to be everywhere almost because you want to take everything in. You can, yeah. But at the same time, that's where I had to realize, okay, well, you're here to do a job as well. So it's kind of, you know, and then I felt, you know, I had got there Thursday afternoon. I had my tea time. I think I had an afternoon tea time at like one o'clock or something like that. And got there and felt perfectly fine for the first three, four holes. And then, like, right after that, I could just feel my energy level just went straight down. And I'm just like, well, you know, what's going on right now? So, you know, it's those kind of things that I paid a lot of attention to. And, you know, sure. that's taking even to amateur events now. Like, I can kind of go, you know, work more, you know, efficiently rather than, you know, do way too much. So, so yeah, that's kind of things like that that I paid attention to and learned during those weeks and stuff like that. But, but yeah, man dealing with emotions and stuff is kind of it's interesting sometimes like you gotta you gotta just kind of you gotta do it it's it's, i just just realized i just realized too i don't know how i let this go but like 2019 (laughs) that was tiger's master oh yeah that's so cool that's yeah yeah. that's so awesome yeah. Did you, get, did you uh, have any kind of interaction with him at all? Uh, I don't know. Like I told you, man, it's you can't. You don't find these they're, guys anywhere. They're, they're all they super super low key, and yeah. you know it just it just brings the thought that it's like you know if you want to be the best, you got to do what the best does sometimes. You know. Sure. Um, but yeah, we got. I mean, Tiger was there. We hung around, and you know, he won on Sunday there, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was fun, man. It was it was pretty cool, and then it also. Almost won at Carnoustie too. Yes, um, yeah. I didn't came like second, second or third there too. So yeah, it's been a pretty, it's been a pretty good time to be able to play there. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, you finished college. Um, mm-hmm. The PGA Tour comes out with this uh, this new point system thing for co- for mm-hmm. collegiate golf called PGA Tour University, yep. and uh, they kind of rolled it out and didn't really mm-hmm. explain it a whole lot. Mm-hmm. to uh guys like me like you yeah. you are all aware of it we're aware of it but like how how did that work how does that work um i know you finished i believe was it top 15. 15, top 15, 15. yeah, yeah I grabbed so, that last spot. right so you got the mm-hmm. last spot um mm-hmm. explain how that works what that means for your mm-hmm. future and and yeah. and just kind of get that going forward man i it's it's it's, it's... I think you're going to get a lot of attraction more the bigger attraction of European people coming over to the States to do this. Now I think golf in general is going to become a way bigger sport than what it is right now. Um, there's going to be a lot of good golfers involved and all of that stuff, you know? So I, I think it's a great thing, man. And it's such a, it's something that, I, I mean, we, so I personally am extremely thankful for because, you know, you look at a lot of, like I look at a lot of my mates as well. Like once they get done with, you know, let's say take before this year, like some of the some of the guys that I played on the team with, you know, you get done and you're like, okay, well, what do I do now? You know, right. it's like you know that only the top the top six, seven guys in the world amateur ranking is gonna get their exemptions into all of those PGA tour events and then the rest is kind of just cut out. Like they gotta go grind on mini tour events and they gotta go to Q school and they gotta go do it, you know, which is not gonna guarantee anything right you know, for you to be able to play right out of the bat. So so pretty much what the PGAU ranking is under my understanding is they 
take kind of a cumulative ranking over the, I think it is a cumulative ranking over your four years and they get like a point system together over their four years. Because this is a completely separate ranking to, or point system to what we usually deal with. I mean, right, usually right. it's just the collegiate stuff and it's just, you know, this is kind of something completely on the, on the end of the spectrum. Um, so they give you a preseason ranking and that's kind of your ranking that you start off with. Um, so I think I was ranked like 10th, 10th in this thing when it just, when it just came out last year and ended on 15th on the 15th spot. So you kind of work off that and that's where you kind of balancing off of as you go, you know, that's, that's kind of what you got to work your way through. Um, so, but yeah, it's great, man. So what happens is if you get finished top five on that ranking list, you get your corn fairy card for a year, which is phenomenal. Awesome. I mean, that's just, that. Uh, I, it's, it's crazy to think. I mean, the fact that they could do something like that for us is incredible. And that's where I think the attraction is going to come by is because now everyone's, you got at least something to play for after college, which is, for which sure. is fantastic. Um, so anyway, so one to five gets corn fairy card and then, Originally, what it was is you finished 6th to 15th. They kind of split you up between PGA, Latin America, Canada, Canada and China. Yeah. Um, but obviously, with COVID you know, being around, they started a new tour called the Form Tour, which is, I guess, a, you know, collective, a collective tour of all of those. They kind of get all the guys to come there. And I think PGA Tour um, Latin America was playing this year. Um, Canada just got started back up again. So they started this new tour called the Form Tour. And then I guess if you finish anywhere from 6th to 15th, you get status on the form tour, which is, which is great, man. I mean, I can't tell you, how, like I sit back and think about it and it's like, man, man, if I didn't get the status, like what was I going to do? Like I would be playing mini tour events and, you know, which is not, yeah. well, not a bad thing, but it's just like, this is such a big help to kind of get your foot, you know, in the door. at the door and kind of get going right out of the bat and things like that. So, so yeah, man, it's, I mean, all of us, I know speaking on behalf of all the, guys that did that you know we're just extremely thankful to be able to have something like that you know it's because it's such a big help you can start earning money immediately like decent money immediately you know which is also a nice thing um but yeah so that's kind of how all of that works and you know it's a it's a really good system that they got going i guess it's kind of you can call it like a draft system sure what they have for golf now where usually it's for football and baseball and all that stuff this is i guess a new draft draft system for golf Interesting. Interesting. So mm-hmm. what's your next move? So like you finished mm-hmm. is the form tour over or like how so we got there's two more events left on the form tour. Um I was unfortunate. So I've been I've been hurt these last um I've been struggling with a couple of injuries these last couple of weeks. Um so I haven't been playing much, but I played the first two events. Uh one was in Athens, Georgia, at Jennings Moon Golf Club, and the next one was obviously at Auburn. Um and that was unfortunately my last event that I played um we uh kind of just been working hard in the with physios and seeing doctors and stuff like that and it's i kind of got something i was struggling a little bit with my sciatic nerve um nerve system in my body yeah um so that's kind of something that i'm just paying close attention to right now is i'm not really taking any chances regarding this whole deal because i got a i mean long career golf is a golf is a marathon it's not a race you know right. so i'm really trying to to just take care of all of this stuff and make sure um you know that i'll be ready to go um whenever the time comes um but but yeah so that's kind of what i've been doing lately and you know hopefully i can be able to get back another next event's going to be that they got done yesterday with the last event that was played up in uh, ohio and then the next couple of the next last two events is going to be up in ones in new jersey and the other one's going to be 
I think it's in Ohio going to be as well. Um, but yeah, so first of September is the next event. So hopefully I can make it back and be able to play in those, in those events. How's your caddy situation? You know, I'm a pro tour caddy now, so I have yeah. a, I do have a top 15 finish and, uh, yeah. just, just want to always throw that out there. You know, you never know yeah. when you might need, not need, need somebody. Yeah, man, we might have to talk, dude. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I had one of my buddies, one of my really good friends, Dean Martin, who I, he played golf at Troy. Um, and he just graduated and graduated from Troy at the same time he was, um, you know, kind of finding his way, what he can do. You know, honestly, yeah. a big thing for us right now is trying to get a visa, to be honest with you. Like it's because you get so you, I mean, as an international student, you got to this is kind of a headache by itself right now that we're dealing with. But it's you kind of get a I guess you got a grace period of a year when your student visa, once you graduate, you got a grace period of a year. You got to apply for like another extended visa on your student visa. And, you know, that's kind of where both of us were. And his one was expiring pretty soon. Um, so what we're trying to do is, is I know that I'm hoping to get a sports visa through the form tour. Yeah. Um, you know, as it would be a big help because that's kind of where I am right now is just trying to figure out what I, you know, how am I going to stay in the country, to be honest with you. Um so anyway, what we were, the plan was is that hopefully I could get a visa in time and then he can apply for a visa because he can apply for a visa as a caddy yeah, um, to keep in the country for a year, I guess. Um, so that's what we were planning on doing. But unfortunately, like everything, time wasn't on our hands. So, you know, he was, he had to go back to school. Um, that was the only way for him to be able to be able to stay here. So he had to reapply for another student visa and stuff like that. So, and he's got to be at school right now, obviously. So I'm kind of looking for someone right now. So I mean, we might hey, well, I'll tell you what, I, <laughs> I got the visa. I got the visa thing covered. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to have any problems with that. huh? I'm not going to have any issues there. So uh, yeah. just want to, yeah. just want to throw that out there, dude. Yeah. This is, this is awesome, man. Um, it's sort of last minute and you were yeah. all about it. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Um, it's uh it's been cool to get to know you over the years of you being in Auburn yeah. um, and obviously we're gonna be pulling for you tell them where they yeah. can find you on like tell them where the our listeners can find you on social media yeah so I'm on, your career. Insta- I'm on Instagram uh Twitter and Facebook um I, you just type in my name you'll probably get it out there um and so I guess that's where I'll kind of keep in keep in touch with everyone I'll let everyone know what's going on you know I've never really been too active on social media but I'm trying to obviously you, you, gotta gotta get pit, you gotta get involved with that stuff man yeah. i gotta be like gotta be like blaine letting people know what my day-to-day life is like you know yes um yeah so your wardrobe yeah. like you gotta get in that uh, pit yeah. conversation there's hey, 40 man, million dollars up for grabs yeah seriously <laughs> i mean i'm not i'm not quite there with this gym program yet but i might might have to find something to That's keep awesome. the, keep everyone in touch um but yeah i mean just follow me on social media and that should be that should be kind of where where everything should be at Awesome, I'll try man. and get a little bit more involved with all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, so that, that's kind of where it's all. Hey, happening. well, you're welcome. You're welcome on the pod anytime. So anytime yeah, you want to come thanks. on. And, yeah. And seriously, wanna... Carl, thank, yeah. Thank you so yeah. much for, you know, being able to host me on this. I really appreciate that. And, you know, it's, 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 it's been awesome. It's been fun. And I know everyone at, you know, AU club has been, been great towards me over the last couple of years. You know, yes. everyone's been so supportive and welcoming, obviously, and all that stuff stuff so yeah if there's anything you know that i can do on my side too just let me know um get involved with a couple things you got it man you got it man we'll uh take care and uh we'll talk soon awesome thanks kyle i appreciate that man all right let's see you you've been listening to the dad bod golf pod always stroking
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.